When your child comes out as LGBTQ, you need a place to find the right tools to help you and your child thrive. This is the podcast you need. Hi, my name is Jenny Hunter, and I am an advanced certified faith-based family coach. And I have coached over 10,000 hours helping families with LGBTQ children become healthy, thriving families. Hello, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here with me today. I am having a lovely week. I hope you are. My daughter just flew back from college. Her semester is over, so she's home for a few days. And we just have so much fun when our kids come home. We love it. And that is what I'm going to talk about today is connection, connecting with your children. Um, I actually just taught a class on this um, to 60 people, and it's just such a fun I love talking about connection because, you know, I think relationships is one of the few things besides our intelligence that we actually get to take with us when we leave this earth. And so I think it's the, one of the best investments you can make is studying how to create stronger relationships with the people you love. And I know when um, my son came out, like I kind of had this thought of you're making it really difficult for me to be the parent. I always imagined I would be. And it was so like, I was like thinking that he was the problem, that if he was acting differently, it'd be so much easier to be the parent. And I have good news and bad news for you. The good news is your child is not the problem. And I have bad news for you. Your child is not the problem. (laughs) What is the problem is we keep trying to change our children and we don't focus on what we need to change, which is our belief systems about our children. And we all have this thing called theory of change. And it's the subconscious belief system that if we act a certain way, people around us will change. And we have a little bit of evidence for that because um, if we, you know, pout or if we yell, then sometimes we get our way, but really it creates relationships with people. When we think like, if I act a certain way, other people will change. It doesn't create healthy connections. Like things happen out of, um, resentment and fear, and it's not the relationships you're going to want. So your children might change that way because um, they, they're afraid of you and they don't want to you know make you upset. But then like when they leave your house, you're not going to have that relationship that they're going to come back and that connection that you want to have with your children. And so what happens is and so many of my clients do this where like think of like linear like you want to stay connected in the middle which means like you know your child, but you're also being able to parent. And on one end of the spectrum, parents either go to control or the other end, they go to kind of the peer or the doormat. And that's when they're afraid, like to upset their child. And the other one is they're so like, they lock down on everything because they're so afraid of what their child's doing. So it's like control, authority, or peer or doormat. And neither one of those are the best parenting styles for your child. What you want to do is you really want to be in the middle where you want to feel completely connected, but you're in charge without being um, an authoritarian period parent or a companion without being a peer, like you're connected. And from that connection point, that is where you have great ability to encourage and invite and entice without like that control and that fear and that resentment building in your relationship. And, you know, I deal with this a lot, right? I coach a lot of families and when you feel disconnected, like it is the feelings that come from dislike or fear or rejection or confusion, these kind of feelings and, you know, like different scenarios. Like I had one client who 
she was like, I don't even like my child. Like this child, she's turned into a stranger. She, how she dresses, how she talks, she's rejected our faith. I don't even know if I want to connect. And so that dislike will cause disconnection. Um, I've had clients who are so fearful about their child um, with their mental health and suicide ideation that they're afraid to put any rules down, but that living in fear will drive disconnection. And I've had parents who were like, I want a relationship with my child, but they're completely ghosting me. And they're like, they're not responding to texts. They're not calling me when they come home, they just go straight to the room. I try to initiate conversation. And so they felt this complete rejection from them. And the last one way that we drive disconnection is confusing where you're like, I want to support my child, but I don't want to support what you would think negative behavior or behavior you don't want in your house. So how do I lovingly support my child and also set limits? And these are four common scenarios that I coach on and help parents get out of because we want the dislike to go into enjoyment of your children. We want your fear to go to peace. We want your rejection to go to in relationship and we want your confusion to go into that confident parenting. And this is what I call epic parenting. And it is enjoy, feel peace in relationship and confident. And epic parenting is what I have um, created where it's the most connected and it's the system where um, you feel connected to your child, but you feel comfortable um, making limits. Like it kind of looks like, you know, your child but you're comfortable talking with them and you like and trust them. So you're enjoying them. Um, You are removed. You aren't removed and you're not living in fear about the future. So you're having peace for your experience with your child. You're involved and you're real. You're very authentic in the relationship. You're not pretending, but the kids also know you're human and they know your weaknesses and strengths. So you're in relationship with them and you're forgiving, occasionally indulgent, good at setting limits excellent at applying appropriate consequences, and you don't let yourself be manipulated. So this is when you're confident in your parenting style. So all of these are the epic is what we try to kind of aim for. And what happens when you align yourself and you create this belief system on how to do this, what it gives your child is they feel this identity and self-esteem. Like they know, they know no matter what they do, that you will love them and that you are, are on their side, that they feel your love, your unconditional love, like their behavior isn't going to take anything out of their circle, out of your family circle. And you raise a really resourceful child who can think for themselves and function. So you have a confident child. So your epic parenting produces a de- like strong identity, self-esteem, and confident children. So the first one is enjoy. And you know, helping you get to like where you realize like your child's different views aren't the problem. You know what the problem is? It is your judgment and disappointment about how your child is showing up. Like we all tell a story about, think about when you were holding that newborn, you were, had this vision of what this child's life would be. And we just kind of keep creating this story, this movie in our heads. And then we have the real version of the movie. And sometimes we don't like it. Like, we're like, I don't like this version of, I did not think this child's life would look like this. Their story would look like this. And this is when you have to examine your core beliefs about your child. And you have to drop that. They are completely loved. Like, I know that you believe like your child is a hundred percent lovable, but then we add the, 
but, and that is when we got to know how to drop the bet. Like they're hundred percent lovable just as they are. We are the ones who hold us, hold ourselves back from loving them. And part of the problem is the society we've been raised in society really teaches us that love is transactional and it is not transactional. Um, it doesn't have to be. In fact, that's not the love that is sustaining in the relationships you want. And so usually we're like, we did this. So this person should do this. And that's kind of, and we learn it from like how we were raised and our marriage and things like that. And when you learn that you have the ability just to love and not respecting, expecting anything back, this is when love gets really fun with your child and where you really enjoy parenting them. And how to do this is you got to parent the child you have and not the child you think you want. And I say you think you want because we have this vision, but honestly, the child you have in front of you is amazing. And you got to like, just clean up your brain to enjoy them. So throw away all your ideas of what your child would be like before they were born and really take a good look at your child that you have in the present moment. And every child has is different. we all have different qualities, flaws, personalities, and we need to be parented a way that suits us. You know, I was from a family of 10 and my parents did a tremendous job of not comparing us. And it's amazing because there was nine girls where I was never really set. Can't you be more like Stacy or why aren't you more like Lindy? They really did a good job of Jenny. You are the perfect Jenny. Like whatever you bring to the table, they, I just always felt like they were in awe of me. Not that I was perfect. I did a lot of crazy stuff, but they never made my behavior make me feel like I was less than. So there is no one size fits all in parenting. And you, once you parent the child you have, then it becomes easier. And so how I like to think about it is like, think about a field of flowers, just a bunch of wildflowers. And when you're there, you're not like that daisy should be like the rose or the violet should be like the daffodil. You just appreciate all of them for their different beauty. And so appreciate the child you have, like instead of wanting some, some them to be something else. And if there's something you wish was different about your child, they're going to pick up on that. They will sense that every time. And so this is real work you need to do. And so I like my clients to write down like how I wish my child to be different and to write everything down. Now you could burn this, you could rip this up, but you've got to get out what's in your brain. You've got to get out the story that you keep telling yourself that isn't true. So imagine that your child is a flower, but you don't get to choose what kind. Your job is to nurture the flower with the environment that will help blossom that flower to its most beautiful state. So when you learn to delight in your child might be the most important factor in their development. And you know, like I told you, you know, we have coming from a large family and, you know, I always felt my parents delight in me and I always felt like they would rather be with me than any other friend. And it was funny, like when we all got married, um, our husbands would say, okay, you're going up to the ivory tower. Like as soon as we hit the house, we would go upstairs, all of us girls and just sit there and talk to our parents for like two or three hours because we felt so connected to them. And we loved how we felt when we were in their presence. And so they, the ability you have to love your children for who they are and have them and communicate in a way where you, you want them exactly who they are. The flower that you were given, you are so thrilled with that is going to pay you back in spades and that will create that relationship you want. So you really, the trick is really becoming aware of those sneaky thoughts. So what is really going on? What is the story I'm telling myself about this child? What am I wishing to be different? And once you really get into your story, 
because you believe whatever story you're thinking this should be. And so this is why it's really helpful to clean up the story and ask yourself, like write down the story of how you think your child's life should be. And then ask yourself, is the story, is it helpful? Is it helping my relationship with my child? And you are not the main character in your child's story. I have to remind you of that because I have to remind myself of that. I am just a bit player. I am a supporting role. And so I'm not going to make the decisions the leading character makes. I just get to help them. And I get to enjoy so much better my child when I remember that. So going from dislike to like or love is you can't jump from that. It's a four-step process. So how you get to love is just a really easy four-step process. I say easy, but I understand this takes a lot of mind work. And it is awareness of your current thought or feeling. And then like, so like, what is the story you're right now telling yourself about that, your child? Notice like your, your brain's creating this dislike. It's not what your child's doing. It's none of their actions or their words or their beliefs. It's your brain creating like how they should be different. Then get curious. Like, why am I thinking this? Why do I keep holding on to the story? Why is this story important to me? And see if you could let it go and get curious of like who this child really is. Because I guarantee there's amazing things you're missing about that child because you're so focused on how you wish they should be different. And then get into that curiosity leads into compassion where, um, you know, say your child's like doing crazy things like drugs. Um, and you're like, how can this child be doing drugs? But then you're like, oh, because he wants to feel better just like me. Like finding that common ground of why your child's doing something that you disagree with or thinking something you disagree with. Then that's the opportunity to like, just like me. And when you find that just like me emotion, because we all want the same things, we all want to be feel loved and validated and feel good. And then that comes the compassion and compassion is the gateway to love. And my tip for you for this is um, if your child is living in the home or if the child is not, regardless of when you're going to spend time with your child, I want you to plan in advance what you want to think and feel. And how I do this is like some thoughts I have is like, they are living their best life. Um, they are figuring it out. Um, like, who am I to say how they should live their life? Just because I did that doesn't mean they should do that. Those type of thoughts brings me to that compassion. So I'm not sitting in judgment of their decisions and comparing it to how I, what decisions I think they should have. And so regardless of how they're showing up, I Connection is emotion. Remember that we create. And so I get to feel that connection with them. So where have you found the support that your family needs? I would be honored to be that support. I have created a virtual coaching program specifically for Christian LGBTQ families. Come check out the coaching community, Lifted Together with Jenny Hunter. In our community, you will find a safe space to process all the emotions and all the things that you need to find the support that you will need to help your child thrive. You will find it in private coaching, group coaching, and I have created hours of content just for you. When you are ready to thrive as a family, please come check out liftedtogether.com slash membership. creating it with your judgments and your opinions and your story you're telling yourself. And that's the best news because I can't control your children. I can't control my children and I can't change them, but we can change how we view them and how we experience them. And when we change how we experience them, always the energy shifts and they experience 
us as parents in a much healthier, more beautiful way. Okay. I am going to finish off my epic parenting in the next episode. And we're going to talk about peace and in relationship and confidence. And it's just, to me, this is the best gift you could give to yourself and to your children is learning how to love and connect with them and create that healthy dynamic you want. So I will look forward to talking to you in part two.